This is another MP3 podcast from 2NURFM at the University of Newcastle, Australia. 2NURFM 103.7, we're talking travel. Barry Warwick joins me, Jane Klein. Hello, Barry. Hi, Jane. How are you? Fine. And, of course, the Australian dollar is not quite as fine as it was. It's gone a bit south. How is uh, that affecting pricing? It's, it certainly has. And uh, we've had an interesting week this week contacting a lot of clients that um, uh, will be affected by price rises due to the drop in the value of the Australian dollar. I now, see. a lot of the major wholesalers here within Australia have given us notice that as providing that it is paid for by today, that um, they'll hold the price at what was originally quoted, but then price rises will happen from there on. Now, it just doesn't affect the product to the United States. There's lots of countries that base their pricing on the US dollar, and so a lot of prices in Asia, Africa, uh, the Pacific will also be affected by the the um, price in, uh, increase and the you know the Australian dollar sort of going southwards. So you just need to check on your particular holiday to yeah. see what's happening. Well, I, w- I would check um, with your travel agent this afternoon and see if you can get in and, and beat the price or in if indeed yours has been affected. I mean, anything based on the euro still seems, because it seems to be going the same way as the Australian dollar, but they seem to be okay at this particular point in time. Okay. Yeah. Mm. So that's the bad news, but there's always good news on the horizon. And um, with some of the, well, we've just had word through that for next year, one of the um, cruise river cruise operators is going to drop their prices uh, by approximately 21%. So, so let's talk about river cruising. So let's talk about river cruising. Yeah, what, what better to talk about? And look, we, t- we spoke about the really big ships last um last week and this week i thought with the river cruises it's a different style of cruising and some people are saying oh but you know i'm not good on the water the rivers are very smooth and they're they're very controlled in europe and they've got locks along the waist to maintain the water level and the water height so you can now cruise from you know start at amsterdam and end up um really, in Turkey at the other end. Simply going along rivers and canals. Simply going along rivers and canals. And and some of the the engineering feats that have um, been done to provide that are absolutely spectacular and amazing. And even the fact of going through the locks. The first time, if you've never been through a locks, it's a really interesting um, experience. And the ships can only be 11.4 metres wide. So no matter what you do, you're constrained by that. Also, the length of the ships is pretty well governed by uh, how they build their, their or how the locks have been built. So, uh, Sort of like a barge, because they use a lot of barge traffic on those waterways too, don't yeah, they? Yeah, barges, historically the rivers have been for barge and transport, and um, now river cruising has really taken off and there's a lot of competition now between the various companies. I mean, you've got Scenic claiming that their spaceships are the best and, you know, that's an Australian company that's building their own ships over there. Um, you've we're talking about Europe here, are we're, we? Yeah, we're talking about Europe, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> I should, should have mentioned that. Uh, yeah, they're building their, their own ships in 
Europe. And we've also got APT that has gone in partnership with a, a company over there. They build their own ships as well. And there, there are a couple of other operators. Now, Avalon Waterways, which is a Swiss-based company, is, is also in the process of um, building or has built their own ships. But the three of those companies in particular are coming out with new and innovative designs so uh, it, to make cruising an even more enjoyable experience. And Australians are using them a lot. Are Australians, I, I would say that Australians are, are using them uh, quite substantially, particularly the Scenics and the APT because they're Australian-based companies. So the majority of people cruising on those will be Australians. But also um, Avalon, which is the Swiss company, it has a, a rate of about 50% Australians. So Australians have a really big... Um, influence even on the design of the ships and, and how these new ships are being designed. Australians yeah. shape the world of river cruising. <laughs> Travel is the subject. Thanks to our sponsor, Travel World on King, on 2NURFM 103.7. Barry Warwick, we're into river cruising right at the moment. That's right, Jane, and I thought I'd talk a little bit about the ships. And I've, I've mentioned three companies uh, in the earlier spot. And the reason for that is that I think that they are probably the leaders in river cruising and innovative design. Uh, for example, the APT ships, their youngest one was built in 2006. So you can see that they're um, not very old, still fairly new, um, and they are going to launch shortly a new ship which will have cabins with a part balcony um, and part not balcony so that you still get a really good view. Uh, and you can get outside if you, you can, want to. You can get outside, but it hasn't impacted on the space within their cabin. So that's what their thoughts are on uh, river cruising and ship design. Then you've got Avalon that have now introduced a floor-to-ceiling on their newer ship, the Panorama, which is um, being launched again fairly soon. Oh, well, it's May next year, but uh, it'll have uh, really the whole width of the cabin as a view window. Doors can be open so that it's like you're on your outside balcony. And they're all innovative designs to sort of give people space, but the feeling, give them the outside, and trying to utilise the space as best. And it's good to have a look at those three, I think, um, when you're considering river, river cruising. What about itineraries? You said before that you can go from one side to the other of Europe. What are some look, of the best known, the, best loved? The, the, well, I suppose the best known for, from the Australian point of view is the Amsterdam through to Budapest. Uh, and look, that is a really great river cruise because you start on the Rhine and end up on the Danube. But there are also cruises that go down to Turkey. Uh, there are cruises from uh, within France. Uh, you've just got a whole range of destination. The waterways of Russia is another growing area of uh, river cruising as well. So Really, you can almost cruise to as many countries as, um, well, not quite, but the, you can take coach tours. And uh, one of the, the, the touring companies 
incorporates with their river cruises um, 33 different itineraries. So, you know, the variety and choice, if you've done one river cruise, um, then you can still go back, do something that's a little bit different. And the great thing about river cruising is that you do only unpack once. Uh, you get to spend at least the morning almost every day in a, a, a new little town that you can, uh, you get a guided tour that's included. You get great meals. Um, you, the meals are probably just um, too good. So don't expect to lose weight when you're, you're on a, a river cruise. Uh, but at least you've got the morning to walk it off. At least you've got the morning to walk it off. That's right. And and some of them allow us. Uh, cycling so that you can actually um, take a cycle and then cycle to the next town and pick the ship up again. So there's all these different ways of really enjoying a river cruise, you know, whether you want to be active or whether, on the other hand, you just want to sit back uh, and let the world float by. And Avalon, with their new one, uh, rather than the bed sort of laying across and you're looking out the side of the bed to the view... They've now, um, on their new ship, made the bed so that it faces out. So you can just lie in bed and watch the scenery go by of uh, early morning. So Sounds and, great. Um, and some of them have butler service on some of the cabins. So, again, you've got a whole different variety of um, styles of cruising that you can enjoy on the river. Off to Syria. Off to Syria. This came across my desk, and it's a guided walk of Syria. Now it's um, 11 nights, 10 days of walking, and um, it's in Syria, which is an interesting uh, an interesting country. You know, it's been uh, it's mentioned in the Bible, uh, the Syrians, Romans, Ottomans, Mongols, Persians have all lived in the country of Syria at some stage, fought or died there. So, I suppose you'd see remnants of all those civilizations. You certainly do. And it's almost an open-air museum. You know, it's like walking back, well, excuse the pun, but walking back in time uh, because a lot of things haven't changed there and it is like stepping back. My son actually went there uh, last year and he said, you know, it's almost like going back 500 years. Things are still, there's lots of things that are still done the same way as they've always been done. So uh, I just thought that it was something that is well worth considering and something that's a little bit um, a, little a little bit, bit different. different. Thank you, Barry Warwick. Thanks, Jane. And we'll be back talking travel next Friday after the 1 o'clock news on 2NURFM 103.7.